If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And we continue with our American stories. The Lone Star Mower Racing Association, and that's LSMRA for you fans, started in 1998. But the sport of lawnmower racing goes back to 1973 when an Irishman named Jim Gavin and a few of his mates were fed up with the hefty price tag that came with most motorsports and wanted to create a sport that was cheap and accessible to everyone. As the pints flowed, they looked out the window, and there was the groundsman mowing the grass. It was then that they realized, hey, everyone has a lawnmower. That's when they decided to have a race. Eighty mowers showed up for the very first contest. Here's Julie Tinman with her story about the greatest show on turf. Well, I think I'm pretty much a unique unicorn. I don't know anybody in my family who is into lawnmower racing. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, on the southwest side of town. My parents worked, each worked two full-time jobs, so they were hardly at home because they were always working, you know, trying to provide for us. And I didn't know it at the time, but we were poor, which was the best kind of poor, right? You didn't know you were poor when you were a kid. You only figured it out when you got older, and you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't get to do all those things. But I kept so active that I didn't let any of that really bother me very much. You know, and after high school, um, I did go off to to college. Unfortunately, 
I found myself in the same position my parents were in. I had to work two jobs just to take care of myself and pay for for my apartment and where I lived and food and all that stuff. I think what minimum wage was four bucks an hour at the time. So I was working 40 to 60 hours a week. So it took me eight years to graduate, but I did it. I got my bachelor's in accounting. And after that, instead of going to Europe with my friends, I decided to get married. <laughs> and we would go kayaking. We would go fishing um, off the piers. And we also started cycling. Because basically, you know, it took the stress out of life because he and I both had full-time jobs that were very demanding and very stressful. So we found great, great pleasure in doing these, um, these activities together. And it also, you know, created a bond um, between us. Uh, so we were doing that, we were doing our thing. And then I um, was blessed with some children and um, he and I raised these two beautiful kids. So the kids are grown. It, they're what, 12 and 14 now. And he and I are watching YouTube <laughs> and these lawnmower racing, uh, you know, men come up on the, on the screen and I'm looking at that and I'm like, wow, Rob, I think I, I would do that. And he's like, you would? And I'm like, yeah, I would, I would race a lawnmower. And my husband, he's all into cars. Like he didn't do sports growing up. He built cars. That was his thing. So I don't know what I unlocked there, but <laughs> I definitely unlock a piece of him. He has, you know, a piece of his, uh, that he hasn't been able to use, you know, the skills that you need to, to build something. So he wanted to make sure that he and I both knew what we were getting into. So we looked up lawnmower racing in Texas, came across Ellis and Marie and found they were racing at um, a track called Camp Shayla over in Mejia, um, Texas. It's kind of to the right of Fort Worth. And um, we visited the track and it was just like I imagined, everyone going fast around a track on a lawnmower. Some of the faster ones looked like little go-karts. So he basically, uh, what he had to do is look up the rules for the U.S. Lawnmower Racing Association to see like what did he need to do to build this lawnmower so I could race it. So we bought our property about 12 years ago, and when we bought our property, we had to buy a riding lawnmower because it was too much to do, you know, a push lawnmower. It's been retired. I, it's sitting in our you know graveyard of stuff out back. So we decided to to resurrect it. A fun fact about this lawnmower that, for me anyways, is that um, when we first bought our property, my husband would have me sit in the little trailer attachment to the back of the riding lawnmower. And my kids were like one and three at the time. So he would put the kids in, in the trailer with me and we'd do like a little hayride around our property with the kids. And that's what we did to entertain them in the evening. So I just find that it's just cute that we are now using this lawnmower <laughs> to, you know, go fast around a track. So, so one of the questions that I'm always asked, the very first question is about the blades. Like everyone's really worried about the lawnmower blades. And yes, I'm here to reassure everybody that the blade of the lawnmower are the first thing that are that it is removed. Like we don't race with lawnmower blades. 
I guess he reinforced the frame, lowered the chassis. He had to put a new uh, steering system and a new braking system system in. Oh, and new lawnmower tires, right? He had the darndest time trying to put the tires on the wheel with axle. He bought a new 708 Predator engine that gives like 22 horsepower. We can go up to like 35 miles per hour. It can go pretty fast. I know it kind of seems slow, but when you're not wearing a seatbelt, it, it's still a little scary. <laughs> so he had lots of fun doing that. Like I said, when he was a kid, he that's what he did. And now he, get, he gets to use use that skill set to build his wife a lawnmower racing. And um, we didn't have a trailer, so we, we just had our Nissan truck. So he had to go buy some ramps and we pushed the lawnmower up the, up the ramps into the trailer, hoping to Jesus that it wouldn't fall to the right or the left <laughs> or on top of us. But that, that didn't happen, you know, thank goodness. So now that I've been racing for a while, uh, my husband, he's decided to get on, in on the action and he bought himself an FXT lawnmower and I actually have another lawnmower, an FXS, that I'm still learning how to drive. So I'm really comfortable in driving my GPT that goes about 35 miles an hour around the track, but I haven't become 100% comfortable in the FXS which probably goes between 45 to 50 miles an hour. It's, de it's definitely dangerous. But that's my next goal is to be 100% comfortable driving that. <laughs> the first time I ever raced, right, my husband was taking pictures of me. And he's like, Julie, I can see the fear in your eyes. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, it was there. <laughs> the fear was there. So I, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how I'm about to go out, go out on the track is, you know, I have to put, what, what's that word? How do you say you have to put your mouth where your foot is or your foot where your mouth is at? <laughs> so I'm like, this is it. I am, I am, I'm going to do this. So basically you race in classes. They go from like JP is for the young kids. Um, but the highest classes are FXS and FXT. And basically, when you see a, a T at the end of any of our classes, that just means you're racing an engine with twin, twin cylinders. It's supposed to go faster than a single cylinder engine. So lawnmower racing is, is a co-ed sport, right? It doesn't matter uh, if you're boy or girl. And basically, the person who wins is the person who brings the, the best riding lawnmower and has the best driving skills. Because at the end of the day, you can have the best driving skills, but if you haven't worked on your lawnmower, it's going to break, you know, two, three laps in, and then you're out of the count. And I see that happen a lot of times. People drive for hours, and then their lawnmowers aren't working, and I, that's always disheartening, right? But basically, the person with the best equipment and the best driving skills wins because we're all racing on the same track, and we all should be following the same, the same rules. And you've been listening to Julie Tinman tell her story about the greatest show on turf, and that, of course, is lawnmower racing. And when we come back, more of her story and her husband's and millions of American hobbyists who do all kinds of fun and silly things with their time here on Our American Stories. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. <laughs> And we continue here with Our American Stories and lawnmower racer Julie Tinman and her husband, 
who is the, let's just say, pit boss, crew, engineer, and everything else in between. We continue with this family story about a family hobby. Here's Julie. Everybody, for the most part, is is really nice and encouraging. You know, we keep, take tips from each other. Mainly the senior the senior guys are, are telling us youngins how it should be done. I have on occasion been been able to keep out ahead of ahead of some of the the gentlemen I, I race with, and afterwards, you know, they talk about cutting the wires on my engine or letting my gas out, you know, stuff like that. But they take it easy on me because I'm a girl. Um, which I don't know if I like or don't like, but I'll, I'll take it, you know? <laughs> we all have to pick out a three-digit code to put on our, our lawnmower. And like some people race for Jesus, they race for cancer, they race for a family name. On my personal one, I, um, we don't have a theme. We, oh, I just chose the code 45T that meant a lot to me uh, it for <clears throat> it means it means it's double meaning right it's kind of like it's double meaning but the first meaning is for our 45th president and the second meaning is it's basically basically about my age and t you know the first initial of my last name <laughs> You know, you have the inside track and you have the outside track. In my first lawnmower race, I rode the outside track the whole way through. <laughs> and at the time, there was this wonderful lady, Jennifer, and she would just, I'm like, oh, there goes Jennifer. There goes Jennifer. There goes Jennifer. I think she lapped me like three times. I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed that, that I wasn't more brave. I didn't have you know, additional courage. Um, but everybody was very complimentary and encouraging, um, you know, after I did the race. And every time I, I went out there, I just got faster and faster. And now my life's mission is to never get lapped. That's my life's mission. I really, I want to win, you know, I want to play first, second, third. But um, at the end of the day, if I didn't get lapped, I am doing good. <laughs> So, um, one of the things that I always wondered is, does it hurt when I see these, you know, guys fall over? I kept wondering that and finally, you know, God answered my question because there, I guess it was a couple of months in, I'm, I was going too fast and I got caught on the high side and I flew off my lawnmower and ran over my foot, landed on my back, but I was fine. It was fine. It was a little like you go in slow motion as you're kind of flying through the air and as you feel the lawnmower kind of going over your racing shoes. That's why you wear racing shoes. So what I go out there in is a motorcycle racing jacket that has, you know, the paddings on the elbows and the shoulders and the back. And you have to wear long blue jeans or any jeans. Um, it's good if you, in the upper classes, if you wear fire-resistant pants, because sometimes your engine does catch on fire. And you wear a neck brace and a helmet.
One of the things that I find helpful for me as a racer to mentally prepare for this race so that I am competitive, because I can't go out there like, you, you know, happy-go-lucky, right? Happy-go-lucky is not gonna win the race. <laughs> so I kind of have to change my thought process a little bit. And Curtis O'Brien, he's one of our one of our guys, actually president of the Camp Shayla Racing Association. He says, you know, just get angry, you know, just pretend like you're you're you know. Actually I can't really say what he said, but at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day the thought is just to just to rile yourself up, to get angry, to pretend like you're you're driving like a bat out of hell to get get out of a, a place you don't want to be, right? So there I am. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm angry. I need to, you know, drive super fast and just do all the things I told you earlier that, that you shouldn't do, right? You think about the safety of others when <laughs> you do. But at the same time, you have to make yourself a little bit angry so that it, it's a different part of the, your brain you use, I guess. The number one injury in lawnmower racing is a broken collarbone. So I always want to go fast, um, but at the end of the day, one of the things that our track steward always says is we all have jobs to go home to on Monday, right? We have jobs and we have families. So you're out there, you be safe, and if you can't pass someone safely, then you're not passing them. So... We all try to remember that when we're out there, but when you're trying to win, <laughs> sometimes it's hard, but uh, we've been very fortunate. We have, have not had any, any racing injuries that you couldn't recuperate from the next day. So we've been very fortunate, but, but those things happen, but I don't let that fear take over me so much. I mean, it is there, it does exist. I mean, if you're not afraid when you're out there, at least a little bit, then there may be something wrong there. You know, it's good to be afraid for your life and afraid for somebody else's life. And we race for trophies. We don't race for money most of the time. Sometimes I'll have special events and they'll put up some money. But at the end of the day, it's for fun. It's to hang out with your friends and your family. I keep telling my husband that my dream is that one day that we're, we're retired, we both can retire, and all we do is drive around the United States racing at the different events. Because there's events in Louisiana and Alabama and Georgia and Missouri and Illinois. They're everywhere. And I would love, love to, to go out and race, race everybody. Because normally you just race with your same group of people who have lawnmower racing unless they come out of town. So it's great to race with other guys because you learn, I don't know, you, they kind of push you a little bit. You know, especially if they're faster, you kind of just want to keep up. <laughs> so you can, you push yourself even more. Now I have to warn you, if you do start lawnmower racing, one leads to two, two leads to four, four leads to eight. <laughs> so it is very addicting because you do have so much fun driving them. You just want to drive them more, more and more. And you see all these cool lawnmower setups and, and you just want to try it out. So there is my word of caution. So in a nutshell, that is um, what lawnmower racing is about, really. It's 
giving you adventure for the weekend and while you're hanging out with your friends and your family and allowing you to enjoy life. And a great job, as always, by Greg Hengler on the storytelling. And a special thanks to Julie Tinman with sharing her story, her passion, her family passion, and that's racing lawnmowers. My life's mission, she said, never get lapped. I want to win, get second, even third. But I don't want to get lapped. You got to love it. We race for trophies, she said. It's for fun and to hang out with friends and family. The professionalization of sport can actually ruin all the fun. And that's what lawnmower racing brings to these folks who pursue the sport and so many other hobbies across this great country. Julie Tinman's story, her husband's, and her family's here on Our American Stories. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.